0: Dr. Carol, welcome to Vitality, Women Leading Audaciously. I am so excited to have you as a guest on the podcast today and learn more about your story and your work. So tell us.
1: Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Um, You know, my story is, um, you know, like I think many, long and winding. (laughs) Um, I came to the work that I do now, which is you know, which is work that I love, that I'm passionate about, of supporting, you know, high achieving professional women at midlife who have followed the rules and climbed the ladder of success as it had been laid out for us, only to realize that they were on the wrong ladder or weren't exactly thrilled with the view once they got to the top and are now really looking for, doing something of more meaning, of passion and value with their life and just, you know, really reconnecting to who they are and and the impact that they want to make in the world. And I came through that work through my own journey. Um, I had spent uh, a career, about 10 years as a labor and employment attorney, uh, specializing oh. in employment discrimination litigation. Actually, wow. it was funny when I came into the, when I came into the field, it was right around the time that sexual harassment cases were coming to fruition. It was and- Hill hearings were going on. So it was a new, really pioneering area of law that um, was really exciting to get into at the time. Mm -hmm. But I also realized that that really wasn't something I wasn't um, passionate about the, the um, argumentative side of law. I really like the, I love the, the, the law itself and the mediative piece of it and, you know, helping people to understand and, you know, their rights and protecting that, you know, those type of things, doing a lot of training and development in that regard. Um, but really my nature, my value system isn't so adversarial, it's more mediative. So I transitioned out of that. And decided to work in organizations, being an organizational consultant and really helping them not be sued, or to, you know not to be badly. I love Absolutely,
0: that. Yeah. absolutely.
1: So did a lot of work, um, coaching leaders, team group development, work group development. Really enjoyed that work, you know, developing training for emerging leaders and senior leaders, and um, you know, it was a it was really a lot of fun. And then mm. decided after a divorce and um that I wanted to go back to school I've always wanted to get my PhD and I always tell people it was more therapeutic I think that it really was a necessity really? um yeah because it's like you your get own to self-worth explore. or what yeah well well you know I think I think I had um I had lost a sense of who I was in like the mom, list of, husband, yeah, okay mom, wife, my uh, ex-husband at the time, his career, we were traveling, he, his job moved us a lot. Mm. And so, um, you know, so it, it everything seemed to be in service of either him or my kids.. Yeah, and while thing. I yeah. was doing things, it just wasn't really me focused. And so getting back into the throes of, you know, challenging my mind and exploring what I wanted to do, and exploring conversations that really were of interest to me at the time, which were, you know, identity development and who as women, who how do we figure out who we are and what we want to do in the world and antithesis of all of the really derogatory and limiting messages that we received throughout our lifespan. And yeah. Yeah, and that led to a career in academia. And, um, and then from there, I, you know, decided on the precipice of my 50th birthday to launch into my own business. Instead of studying these ideas and researching them, I wanted to really get there, get on the ground floor and work with women to support them.
0: That's exciting. That's incredible. Wow. Uh, No, and it's, it's, it's really interesting um, because your, your work uh, is, it sounds like it's really breaking the ceiling. It's breaking through boundaries and barriers. So tell us a little bit more about kind of what that, I don't know if it's a pet project or if it's a, your genius project or what you would call it, but this masterclass that you were talking about sounds really interesting.
1: Oh yeah, it is. Um, it I it's, it's it's a joy. And so I hope people will, will have access to it because you may hear my, my energy on it. But um, so I'm a big fan of metaphors and part of my doctoral research is really looking at systems theory. And, and so the movie, The Matrix, if you know, and if you don't know what that is, where have you been? But the movie is such a great representation of, to me, the system around and the way I'm couching it in this in this master class is the career matrix. Is that we're plugged into this idea of following these preconceived ideas or societal beliefs or understandings about who we are, what we should do, and we bifurcate pieces of ourselves in order to fit into this one way of being and doing. And as but you, you follow through,
0: right? Yeah, which it. I totally you, you, you followed. You went to law school. You became a Completely lawyer. Completely followed like. it. Yeah. yeah. Got completely followed
1: it. Yeah. And and at some point when you get, when you move along the lifespan, you start questioning and wondering, kind of like Neo did, <laughs> like something's off, something's not right and you realize that you've been plugged into the system. And so what this masterclass is about is helping you to understand how we've been plugged into the system and how to unplug from the system to see ourselves, to stand in our own truth and our own power, to be in authenticity. And if you like, remember the movie, one of the biggest things was about choice and having our ability to choose what we want as opposed to feeling we have to follow the crowd and be in the herd and follow what society has told us. So it's all about understanding how we got plugged into it, Mm -hmm. how we can unplug from it and Mm -hmm. stand in our truth. And really as in the movie, become the one for ourselves in terms of our lives and our careers.
0: That is incredible. And I'm just really um, connected to the words you're using right now, because uh, yes, choice is a huge thing. And in the coaching industry and and what we do, Mm -hmm. but I think there's a, a gap between people knowing that they can choose, but not sure what they should choose because there's a lot of conflicting information out there. It's like, who do I believe I'm uh, right now? Very interested in relationships. I've, I've I've hacked pretty much everything in life. Like I really know a lot about a lot like you, uh, endlessly curious. I don't have as many qualifications as you do, um, in my educational completion, but I, you know, I'm so curious. I probably should have more PhDs than I actually do. (laughs) Life,
1: life often presents its own PhD. I always try. Right. people that yeah, yeah. don't underestimate that first level of learning that we all received
0: yeah and then I what I'm noticing is that you know getting correct information about lifestyle practices about um you know career about all these things it's, it's kind of challenging to find and what I I shouldn't say find it's it's to yeah. unveil because the truth is like mm-hmm. unveiled and then who do you trust and how do you know it's the right thing to do and don't actually there's this whole leap of faith in there as well so I just spent mm-hmm. um 10 days on vacation first vacation I've taken in a very, very long time. And it was kind of spontaneous. I didn't really plan it, but I got connected to a different kind of internet. I disconnected from this internet and I connected to nature. You know, I really just left my phone and my computer and boy, oh boy, did I tether to this authenticity and power and wisdom that you're describing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it took that right? It took me Mm -hmm. stepping away and stepping into something more powerful than myself to see myself clearly. Mm -hmm. And I only bring that up because I'm sure, and the masterclass sounds amazing. I hope everyone signs up for it and takes it because uh, we all need to understand this so we can step back into our power in a more Mm -hmm. responsible way. But this was like, um, it sounds so great, but in the reality, you know, it's like, how does it actually work? You know, that we do it, Mm -hmm. that we bust Mm -hmm. these myths, that we step into our power and that we, that we own it.
1: Yeah. Well, honestly, Jennifer, you laid the blueprint um, and it really is about unplugging and finding a space to listen to yourself again, to ask yourself the deeper questions and to um, take your own advice right you, when you when you talked about like who to listen to and who to believe that is part of the problem right. is that what we need to stop doing is acquiescing our power to other people and other people who say this is what we should do and start leaning into what we know to be the truth and yes. that's one of the key tenets of you know my work is helping you tap back into the internal wisdom that is already within you you know I always when I ask women the question like well tell me who Who you are, and what do you want to do? It it is a hard question to answer because they'll respond with what they do, not who they are and what they're about, because we've not been given really the space and opportunity to even answer that question Mm. or even explore it. It was Mm. one of the first things I asked myself when I came on the journey. And we, we look for these external sources to answer that question, because we've not done the work to find the truth within ourselves. Uh. And what I tell my women that I work with is like, you know, but you're afraid that's the thing that keeps us from engaging in those deeper questions and even exploring them or even following the path is that we're afraid of where it may lead. We're afraid it may take us away from the herd or off the beaten path or into something unfamiliar Mm -hmm. and the brain doesn't like uncertainty. So it keeps us kind of boxed into what we do know, as opposed to expanding ourselves and our mindsets and, and leaning into our vision and our intuition and our internal wisdom to step into, what's so possible and so available to us if we just gave ourselves the permission to unplug, to take that time, and to just listen to the the internal wisdom that we already have within
0: ourselves. Absolutely. And I know for me, one of the first distinctions that I made in my 20s, maybe late teens, was distinguishing the different voice from fear versus intuition. And it was really clear to me the difference, but, but until I figured that piece out, that first step, you know, over 25 years ago, um, I, 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 I didn't, it was very challenging to navigate that internal environment, that internal landscape to be able to have that distinction. Okay. What is, what is this fear voice saying? What is this intuition saying? And then there's all these emotions, right. That, that, that are in the space around that. Um, and I teach a lot about this thing called emotional stamina. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's really starting to tune in and accept, acknowledge and let go. That's actually the process. It sounds mm-hmm. so easy. <laughs> and it is. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you get it. I heard
1: that loud. You <laughs> know, um, it, it really, I totally hear you because there really is a simplistic process, but it feels complicated
0: because it's so foreign to our systems yeah. and to our minds. <laughs> systems. Very well said. Uh, because it is a nervous system response that gets conditioned, right? Neurons mm-hmm. that wire fire together, wired together. And it, it's mm-hmm. that comfort really on a neurological level that that that's happening. Um, so how yes. did you do it? I mean, you've got you raised kids as a working mom, um, you know, some of the time married some of the time, you know, maybe divorced, I, I you know, I don't know the, the full story. But um, how did you do it? Because, you know, we're pretty much slammed as working moms all the time. In, in oh, your, yeah. your, and you, you and I are saying, well, look, take a break, tether to your innate wisdom, follow your intuition. It's like, that sounds great. But like, I haven't eaten, it's 2 PM. And, you know, I have not to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so like, yeah.
1: How yeah, did you do it? Totally. How did you
0: find it? You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's totally true. You know, for me, you know, and, and this, I know this may, I'm not telling people to go through this, but for me, it was a massive car accident that actually Grounded me, you know. It was something that forced me to stop and to sit down. And I think some of us have life experiences, you know. The divorce started it, and then not too many, a couple of years after that is when I had this accident. That you know, it started me on this journey of like re-questioning and thinking about my identity and trying to, you know, kind of bifurcate my career identity from who I was from, you know, my mom identity to who I was, like really looking at all these, these identities that I was carrying to really kind of center myself in it. But I was in a massive car accident, a drunk driver um, hit me. And um, I remembered on that two lane road, um, going home on a Sunday, I was working on the weekend, like we ambitious women do with my kiddos in the car that at that time, I was a single mom, um, before I got remarried. And um I saw these lights coming at me and I thought what is you know is this coming at me like what do I do like where do I go on the right of me was a drop off into a ravine the other side was oncoming traffic and a hill and I didn't know what to do and I heard a voice as clear as it was in the car with me say turn now and I remember immediately thinking turn where (laughs) but I In a split second, I had to make a decision. So I turned into the oncoming traffic. The car hit the passenger side, which caved in, broke pretty much the right side of my body. I was in a wheelchair for six months and had multiple surgeries and, and on and on and on. So I was grounded for a while. So I had a lot of time to kind of sit and think. But the thing about that, what kept resonating in my head since that was this voice of turn now. And I think that what I believe is that a lot of us, a lot of us, you know, a lot of women, men, regardless, but I know you know I work with women, so I'll speak to that, that audience. We hear this whisper, we hear this voice that says, this isn't it. You want to just, is this where you want to go? Do something different. You know, you know, this isn't right. Make a turn, do a change. Make, you know, we hear it and it is an eternal whisper and an eternal wisdom, but we ignore it because like you said, we're so overwhelmed with everything that is going on. We don't have time to really listen to that voice. And so we stay the course. And so for me, had I stayed the course and not listened to that voice literally that day, I would have gotten hit head on. It would not be here. And so for me, it became a bigger metaphor for of how we need to listen to the voice and we need to think about leading into, um, um, stopping and, and paying attention and making a move. And I know the reason that, that we're scared to make a move is that the options seem less than optimal. Just like at the time in the accident, like I'm like, turn where, like either way, something bad may happen. Yeah. But, but I think that, and that's the fear that keeps us from choosing is that we don't know what the other side holds, but we're sure of this course. And so we stay in the course. And in a lot of ways, we die emotionally or mentally or spiritually, you know, whereas I would have that day really physically been, been gone. So while I had that experience that sat me down to unplug, to listen, to ask myself these deeper questions, I believe that, all of us, I believe a lot of us hears that, hear a voice or a whisper that's telling us to stop, to listen, to slow down. And I think if we just created a space to go and explore what that voice is telling us, that is the beginning of the journey. And that's the first thing we have to do. And then ask ourselves, what do I want? Who am I and what do I want? Basic questions sound easy, but are super challenging when you when you aren't allowed to answer mom, wife, you know, professor, teacher, doctor, lawyer, all these other identities that we hold on really tightly to, Mm -hmm. as opposed to who am I independent of all of that. Absolutely, And that's the beginning work that, that, that really takes us to what it is that we want to be, what we're meant to do and the confidence that really expel, you know, really advances us on to do the things that we're meant to do in the
0: world. That's amazing. And so how do you um, tether to that these days? Like, what, what is, do you have something that you do to kind of bring you There, that's a your efficient way of 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 finding. Oh yeah, center.
1: Buying, I know it may sound like luxury or whatever, but literally getting a massage and being in a space of just quiet serenity, you know, it relaxes my mind as it relaxes my body in such a way that. Um, that I can just really be open up to whatever the universe or the world or my mind is really trying to say to me. So I need these moments of like getting out and away and being in a, in a, in kind of a serene space as possible. And when my body can relax for me, it helps my mind just really open up and just really explore to some, some deeper and exciting levels.
0: I really appreciate you saying that because it's true. I find that, so I, I, I do a lot of that exercise, like emotionally engaged embodiment practices. I call that because I find it's like the fastest way for me to access what you're describing. And I I do believe that the fastest way is through the body. I've spent over a million dollars and, you know, decades doing self-improvement work. And I think that this is the fastest way. And it sounds like you, you too uh, have found it to be the fastest way.
1: I think everything that we want, I agree with you. I think everything that we want starts in the body, like how we experience joy, how we experience, to really understand the depths of the things that are happening in our lives. You know, I believe everything that we want is because of the way that we want to feel. Right. We want to feel fabulous. We want to feel amazing. We want to feel powerful. We want to feel successful, whatever it is that we want to, that we want is because we want to feel a certain way. And so we have to be able to tap into what that does feel like, and the other emotions or things that we're experiencing that comes through our body, so that we can lean into creating practices that, uh, that really allow us to have those levels of feelings, to really yeah. shift our thinking and our mindset to support us to take the actions necessary to lean yeah. into that, that level of feeling.
0: And I find that the frameworks are great. I mean, I've developed frameworks. I've, you know, copywritten frameworks, you know, I write them for organizations, universities and institutions. Like I, you know, frameworks are great. And I've become an expert mm-hmm. at that in a lot of ways, but I mm-hmm. find that the movement in the body is more, um, is more total. It's more complete. And it's, it's, uh, again, like faster. I'm all about practicality, <laughs> practical solutions yes. because it doesn't yes. live somewhere in the body that angst, yeah. that grief, that betrayal, mm-hmm. like whatever it is, it lives somewhere in my body. And yeah. uh, if I can go there and then release it, whether it's a relaxation or it's a sound or it's a movement, um, it really, really helps. And it's funny, all these years of uh, yoga and, and exercise, um, you know, for health, uh, did, I never expected it to to reveal this to me. So I find this really mm-hmm. interesting that you and I, um, you know, both <laughs> have found that to be like our little, <laughs> I don't call it a hack, but like, you know, what we go to, what our go to is. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so great. I just wish we had more time. There's so much more I want to unpack with you. Um, you know, especially regarding motherhood. Um, but is, if there's anything you could leave our listeners with in terms of words of wisdom, something that they can take away with them um, outside of the invitation to um, join your masterclass, um, that they can get more more information about, you know, their first steps, their next steps. But what what words of wisdom yeah. would you like to leave them with?
1: Yeah, you know, I I believe that our only limitations are the ones that we create, right, Uh, the ones that we formulate in our mind, you know, like you said, the neurons that get set and connected through years of, you know, old narratives and limiting beliefs and stories that have just like connected and become tapes that are playing in our minds. And I think that um, the best thing we could do is to spend some time going through the process, as you noted earlier, just unraveling all of that to listen to the truth of our own voice, yeah. and not allow the limitations that we believe that are real to really hold us back from getting what we want. You know, what one of the things, last thing I'll say is that you know there's been a lot of research done on regret, and and what's true is that what as we move through the midlife through our through our um, lifespan, when we get to that place. What we start to do is instead of looking forward at what we want to achieve, we start looking back over what we've, our legacy and what we've done. And the worst way that we experience regret is over the things that we haven't done, not the things that we did do. And so I would say, Mm -hmm. don't let, don't create the limits that are keeping you from stepping into the opportunities, the life, the joy, the love, the happiness that it's available to you. And so go after it Mm -hmm. and don't block yourself from it. So you don't live a life of regret.
0: Wow. I'm really interested to learn more about this uh, work on regret. Very interesting. And I think that we have a lot of that these days with what we've been dealing with, with the, the pandemic and then grief mm-hmm. um, and the intersection mm-hmm. of those two. Gosh, maybe that'll be a part yeah. two. Cause I really like talking to you. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, you <know>, it. <laughs> Yeah, it's like when someone like you and I, you know, we've really been like, you know, really intensely involved in this for so many years. And then it's, it's so fun yeah. to kind of just like dig in and like go. Oh, it's just yes. fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, to be continued, thank you for being here. And if you'd like to find thank out you more, for having me. yeah, please find the in- information in the show notes around the master class. Um, and if people want to contact you directly, uh, is there information then where they can contact you? Just there?
1: yeah, I, I you can start at my website, ww.curl parkerwalsh.com is a great starting place. And that will, you know, take you anywhere you want to
0: go. Perfect. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. Please contact me if you're interested in cultivating more vitality at jennifer com on the contact page. If you know this episode would be a value to your community, please share it on all of your social media channels. Maybe you are a successful working mom who would like to share your story on this podcast. Please visit podcastjennifer com backslash podcast guest to apply. And you might know someone who would be an ideal guest. If so, Tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. I absolutely love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team in getting the word out about how to realign humanity with purpose. Purposeful Ventures is a company that is helping moms succeed in revitalizing their lives, relationships, businesses, and health. Please join a more personal conversation by working directly with me, joining my private Facebook group, or one of my programs. This is Jennifer Helene, and thanks for spending your precious time with me.